0: welcome to bonnet and buzz what's up if you want a few gems come and get you some i'm a spirit yes of us so hit a level up spirit interconnected by divine by love welcome to bonnet and buzz it's time oh yes it's time to talk a little bit about codependency yeah this is going to be a super heavy episode for me um it's very relevant right now in these times you know in this specific moment right now it's so relevant and it's so important i i I began reading this book and i want to say about a year plus ago um but i put it down i put it down for some time you know i'm like kind of like halfway through not that it matters to me because like if you're not actually comprehending and even like um consuming from the book what you need to taking from it what you need to do it's no point like people are like i read this in this amount of days you know that's cool and and maybe you took from something in those amount of days that's cool but for me it's all about really really getting those gems. you may need to read a book again excuse me You, you may need to read a book again to to find the things that you know how relevant in your space and in that time, and so I picked this book up after having this sort of like separation. Um, this episode is going to be very heavy and it's going to be very vulnerable, but you know this is what it's all about. I, I had this um separation and I'm just like we're just now on. In the beginning of it it's not anything major it's not one of those like karmic things you know so that's why it's not something that you know it's just like completely somber for me like it didn't leave off on a bad bad note in my opinion yet my ego did you know jump out my ego went crazy and my ego is aligned with codependency. My ego is aligned with caregiving and just making sure everything is straight with others. So the chapter that I left off on was not chapter nine. Oh, this is Codependent No More, How to Stop Controlling Others and Start Caring for Yourself by Melody B.T. Melody spelled melody, M-E-L-O-D-Y B-T, B-E-A-T-T-I-E. This is a really dope book, a friend, a, a, a um, person I used to be um, close with back then, and not back then, well, when I first started reading the book, apparently, suggested this book, you know? She su- she gave a suggestion for this book and I'm very grateful for her and, and you know, what that meant at the time and, like, w- like what this book is going to mean to me, you know, down the line. And, and I'm just grateful for where I'm at now and how I can use this book as a tool. So, I left off on chapter 9. So, that means I'm beginning chapter 10. Or I just completed chapter 10. I picked it up right after I had experienced that, you know, shock to my ego. You know, that like gut punch. And it's just like, mm. okay. Now, I didn't like, quote unquote, like relapse or anything like that. Or, you know, find myself behaving like completely in the same way. But there are remnants of... Um, codependency or just like parts of like what it means to, to, to act in a codependent way that, that has like been lingering for me, you know? And, and that includes like not trusting, um, myself and my feelings and, um, not trusting yeah, myself enough to, to be receptive of things that are good for me and receptive of things that, um, are here to you know hold hold the truth of you know you not having to do it alone you know and so or or maybe you do need to take that time um and you know handle some things for yourself you know but it's, it's, it's really a beautiful thing, you know, where I'm at with this right now, like, again, my ego is, I took a shot to my ego, you know, but my higher self, my, the the lady that I've met, and that I'm seeing, um, she's, she's just like, okay, you know what's up, like, and so sometimes you have to catch yourself. Sometimes you have to catch yourself in the act, being all fear, fearful and being codependent. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like these, this this work we do, it's, it's a life. It's life. It's for life. You know what I'm saying? It's life work. It's a journey. You know, it's no destination. So you're never going to just be like, okay, I did this work. So boom, I'm here now and I'm happy. I'm successful. That's not how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Like you're always going to have to do the work and you're gonna always have to take care of your needs that's that's the main goal so i stopped off or i i just finished chapter 10 which was live your own life now i told y'all what what this book is about or what's the what's the title how it's about codependency how to like overcome that and stuff like that and the prior chapters um, you know, so one through nine is introducing you to codependency, like kind of defining what it is or, or trying to because this of course is like a a very like vague um description of like how someone may operate and stuff like that. So that's just you know what that is. So it it, it translates or it, it kind of moves alone you know what um melody is talking about she kind of like transition transitions from like you know the definition to like you know ways that you may exemplify codependent behavior and then like ways to kind of like take like relinquish that behavior and then what to do once you notice that behavior once you work on like getting rid of it and just like how to you know just claim your life and live your life and so this is what the the, um chapter another more it's called live your own life live and let live um and then live and let live which is a 12-step program slogan and the 12-step um program is something that you know um they use in like um addiction programs you know what i'm saying um I've actually been to one of those. I had to go. It was a requirement, but that was one of the, the most important and pivotal moments in my life as well. You know, like I've, I've experienced the dark night of the soul, like with astrologists and even like, you know, spiritual like leaders and stuff were call it the dark night of the soul. I, I've experienced that so many times, y'all. So many rebirths, so many deaths. Like even you can go and check out the um, the um the episode on ego and ego death and stuff like that. I've experienced that so many times, so many transformations, so many transitions you know and i just always 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 remember what a guy has told me and that's to be gentle you know what i'm saying that's the main thing just be gentle like meet yourself where you at and that's that's another thing about like taking care of yourself just meet yourself where you're at and just being like hey like this is where i'm at i'm not feeling too good and Um, I'm going to get into why I appreciate this moment that I just had where I felt like I took a shot to my ego. Like I appreciate this person like so fucking much, like so much. So, yeah, I I guess I'll get into that and then I'll touch on the the chapter and the notes that I've taken in the chapter and stuff because... Um, that experience kind of like led me to open the book back up because I noticed that like I was about to, um, kind of find myself back there. Um, I also want to give, no, I'll give this, 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 um, note a little later. So I, I recently had been, um, connecting with a friend and we realized this, this, this divinity within our connection, this like. Pretty much, uh, yeah. I'll just say di- divinity to keep it vague, um, because it's more so about the experience and where it is now and what it's teaching us individually that matters versus the actual like person or the experience. Because regardless, you know, you you gotta understand it's, it's you. It's you can even go and look at that like being and playing the victim, um, you know, episode. Oh my gosh, I'm getting chills, y'all. <laughs> I'm getting chills. Wow, I could cry right now. How powerful this is, but like. It's, it's more about what you're being taught about yourself versus like who who to blame and, and who to, to, to place blame and shame on. You know what I'm saying? It's more it's more to it than that. And so yeah, I, I we connected um and we recognize this divinity. Um I recognize my mistrust um or you know my lack of trust um within myself which in turn reflected my lack of trust for that situation and and of course there was this mirroring of energy to where this person had their own you know needs to um take care of and stuff like that and so eventually eventually we were trying to like ride it out and just like yeah in a sense ignore ignore these signs and you never can because when when you're as powerful as we are as individuals and, and when you do the work that we we you know we have the strength and courage to do you even you cannot run from it. You know what I'm saying? You cannot run with what from what the divine and what your higher self is telling you to to um do regardless if you're you're extremely connected or extremely grounded or anchored in yourself because you have a purpose because you have a specific purpose it does not matter how fast far or where you run to the work will have to be done it's but it 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 just matters you know maybe how long you go running and then you become breathless and then you become overwhelmed and then be, and then you become drained excuse me so you have that going on but when you're meant to do the work, you're meant to do the work. You know what I'm saying? When you have that calling over you, and your being, is no running from it. And so that's eventually where this led to. Um, and for me, I don't. I had already. Um, I've I've been doing my work. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who who runs into me, you know, and, and this is really not important, but people who are connected to me in that sense and and who, who have actually Lended really support In terms of me doing my work They know that I'm someone who really Do my work like this shit is not for a play You know what I'm saying like I've ached and pained And stuff like that so I've done my work And I've been like At rock bottom like y'all Whew I'm getting so like emotional because It was like last Year Um Maybe like February and stuff, like right before the COVID stuff, where like I was in my room, I was on the phone with my sister. I had smoked um, some weed and stuff like that. Like it wasn't nothing like lace or anything, but weed can induce anxiety. I think I've told y'all that before. But I was having an anxiety attack, and it, and so many stuff unfolded for me. I had so many answers. My powers like were just like who Like the sensitivity was through the roof. You know what I'm saying? And the roof and and not because of the marijuana these are like separate um situations that i'm talking about but it was like this this domino effect of me just having to just go through this experience where i'm just like aching y'all i'm aching and i'm trying to push through i'm like going to class i'm going i'm in the calf and stuff and i'm just like trying to smile and i'm just trying to get through but like I have to go to somebody because i'm hyperventilating and, and eventually like i i get anxious and i'm just like wow i started to like schedule these like therapy um sessions and stuff like that and that ended because of covid so i was really like on my own with it you know and then i went back home to to a rocky you know setting and stuff like that had to complete the semester there and stuff this was just less not last semester because that was fall, but the semester prior to that so I had I had this stuff going on, and I'm, I'm, I'm still creating these distractions. I'm still connected to these people who are draining me. I'm still connected to this, and it's so much chatter. It's so much stuff, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Let me out! Like I feel like caged, and I'm like I feel like closed, like a fucking um, you know, cage animal that just just wants to go like just just wants to run you know just to like i i don't know where i'm at i am i don't know who i am i don't know what the fuck i'm doing like i thought i was gonna die i promise y'all i, I thought i was going to die my like I, I had called my sister she was like go drink some milk because she, she's thinking it, it's the weed now yes it's the weed but one thing that i i, I remember and that was so important in this um the the program that I had to go to, and it was it was we related to like I got in trouble for that, so I had to go there. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, I I I recall the 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 leader or the um, yeah, I'll just say leader, the person who was like running the program. I recall him, um, saying, you know. Like pretty, pretty much, like people think that it's like it's the drugs that are the problem and stuff like that. But no, it's the roots. You know, it's the roots. It's the fact that people have these things going on within them that 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 cr- cr- creates and produces this this fruit, c- produces these like leaves that that are like just results of the damaged roots. And and that stuck to me forever, yo. Like, when the person said that, I started to break down. Because it was in that moment, too, that I started to um, realize what had happened to me um, in terms of, like, sexual abuse. And then, like, this was, like, summer of, like, 2017, Yes. So I had to go to that program then, and then like, you know, 2020, spring 2020, I'm not doing the math right, yes, I am, yes, I am, spring 2020 is when I had that pet, that really bad, I, I, see, if I, I've always had like this, I've always experienced, excuse me, Um, anxiety, and just had like panic attacks you know if an argument going on i'm like breathe, breathing heavy and stuff i started cleaning up i'm uneasy and stuff like that but this was bad like i thought it was my time to go honestly like i thought it was my time to go and so then i started connecting dots with where the sexual trauma and abuse um where that root came from so you know what i'm saying like like i was giving i was giving these like these answers and these 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 like roots and like i'm the only one involved in the circle or involved in the web in the cycle who is getting these answers and i'm just like yo what the fuck do i do with this because not many like not many could handle it because they they too wouldn't know what to do with it but i'm meant to do with something i'm meant to do something with it but not not everybody is and that's and that's no And they're meant to do stuff that, you know, I can't really do anything with. But in terms of this, in terms of, like, the generational stuff and and stuff like that, like, I, I feel like I personally have something to, you know, do with that stuff, you know? And just, like, making sure, like, nobody else has to go through it. Or that people be more aware that this is a something that we're facing, you know? So... I had all this like going on, all these realizations and I had, I had done my work and I, and, and, and like I said, this is a lifetime's work. There's no destination. So you're on, you're going to always be doing the work and I devote myself to that. And that's the part of like codependency that you, you come out of and that you transition through once you realize what the fuck is actually going on. You actually got to say, like, hey, this is not okay. Like, you can't try to, like, science it out, try to, like, make it numerical, try to, um, you know, just use logic so much to the point where, like, you don't know innately within yourself that something is not fucking right. So you don't know in your spirit that something is not right. All of this stuff is supposed to intertwine to make this, create this balance. But if you're too logical to where you're not listening to heart, your mind your heart are just like, mm, yeah, that's where the calamity, that's where the chaos comes in. Your heart knows what to do. You know, your heart knows what to do always. And this is why we do the heart, the heart work. This is why we do the work to heal the heart. Because heart is soul and soul is mind and all this stuff. And it all intertwines and it all has to be taken good care of. You know what I'm saying? So, like I was saying, I was, I've was I done the work. And now it's time to reap what it is that's mine. It's about that time, you know? And the beautiful part about doing the work is that you build this self esteem, you build this confidence, you build this self love. You build it so strong that you you're not willing really, you're not willing to take a fall for anything anymore. And that's what we're going to start we're, that's where we're going to get into. But this particular situation, you know, it came up and my ego, my ego was triggered to where I'm just like no, 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 no. No. There's this divinity so I must I must do all that I can to keep this like alive, to keep this going, to keep this like well, because why, why not, you know, appreciate that divinity, but you will do no justice. You will do more harm than good if you're not respecting your own needs and and, and if you're not respecting the needs of others. This is this is the conversation that came to me so fast. This is the realization that came to me so fast when I said, "Ego, take backseat, take the back burner." Like, cause I, I've I've listened to you for so long. I've listened to to you for so long. Like, who knows if, if 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 this is is the if this is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be divine. It could be something strong. It could be something passionate. It could be something like important to you, but it still not be it. There's a divine order and there's a, a divine timing. So, it's like, what are you, what are you willing to risk, risk in this moment? Just to have what you feel like you so badly need or desire, because, for one, you got all you need. So, what harm will be done? if right now it didn't happen how you expected it to you know yes your ego feels a little type of like rejection and abandonment and that's what codependency talks about too It talks about that, not that lack of trust. It talks about, you know, that caregiving and just, okay, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Am I making making you feel good enough? If I'm not making you feel good enough, I don't feel good myself. If I don't make you feel good enough, I don't know if I'm good enough myself. If I don't make sure that you're okay, if you're, I don't make, if I don't make sure that you're okay, I don't know if I'm going to be okay. If you abused me and now you call me and you you really don't need help, but you really just want access, if I ignore you, then I must be shitty. And I'm telling you stuff that I've recently felt when people have been texting me, just to text me, just to to see if I'm open to um, to being used and abused again. These are the things my mind and my ego are telling me. But I had to shut that shit down because I've been there. I've done my work. I'm about to start crying, y'all. Whoo, whoo. I've done my work. These are not tears of pain, y'all. These are tears of relief. I've done my work, and it's really time to to reap what I what is meant for me to be sown. What is meant to be sown. But this particular person under, understands that they have to do their work. You know. And that's one thing that I really admire about them is that they were not willing to be selfish. They were not willing to be, um, and, and sometimes, and um, Melody will even mention that, you know, sometimes people um in, in codependence, codependence will, will look at, you know, taking care of yourself as selfishness. And so I had to tell the person, like, excuse me, like, you know, and, and that was my ego, like, feeling like, you know, like, 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 what are you doing? Like, I can, I can help you. You know what I'm saying? But that person is telling me like, no, I, this is something I got to do, you know, like on my own. And no matter what that may look like, no matter if that's, you know, completing a karmic cycle, no matter if that's like going back to a parent who is, you know, not respectful of them, you know, no matter if it's going back and just like doing, taking care of their needs. You know what I'm saying? This is what they're saying they had to do. And I'm just like, wait, but my ego like, wait, but you're rejecting me. So, you act like you ain't, you ain't, you ain't know what's up. But it's just like, that's ego. Because my higher self know that if anybody stood in the way of what I had going on, that I wouldn't even fucking, you know, I wouldn't respect that. I wouldn't respect that. You know what I'm saying? And so I had to quiet my ego. And I had to come back, when, come back in connect and go lose the control like lose it lose it as if you ain't got your own life to live as if you still ain't got your own hard work to do as if you still ain't got more healing to do and not saying that you know you can't receive what you need and what you um desire from others but if you really do need to go into a space where it's just like, okay, I notice I'm being codependent and I'm relying too much on external factors for my my self care and my and my uh, or like relying on factors, excuse me, for validation, creating chatter, creating distractions, then yes, by all means, do what you have to do. I didn't feel like this at first, y'all. Because like I said, my ego was like, rejection, hold up. Abandonment, hold up. And see, that too, that trigger too, lets me know the things that, you know, I have to take a look at. One of the be- most beautiful things that I noticed that this God tells me to do whenever I go for advice. It's always so gentle. For one, he always tells me, like, he always tells me to be gentle with myself. Be gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle because you... At any given moment, just like in the past when you did, that you thought was just so fucking stupid. Like, why am I doing this? Why? I knew this was so fucked up. Like, why didn't I listen to myself? Ugh. Like, I knew that. Like, you, you were doing the best you could with what you knew, with, with, with what you had. And that's going to always just be the case. You know, once you know better, you do better. But if you don't. Do, do you, can you give yourself, you still be gentle, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's a, prog, it's a process. And as long as you're progressing, as long as you're actually, as, uh, as long as you're act, actually, like identifying what you have to do and making the conscious decision to do it, you meet yourself. shit, love upon yourself for that. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of people are not doing it. A lot of people are not doing the work and that's cool too. But if you're one of those people who God personally touched you and said, Oh, this is what I'm going to have you do. Because this is the work you, this the power you, that you possessed. I mean, that you possess. And it's the power that I'm going to anoint you with. If, if that's the case and you do your work, kudos to you. No matter where you feel like you, you're at, kudos to you. And this is kind of what, you know, I'm saying in spirit to that person. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate them for respecting themselves enough to say, like, I, I got to, like, I got to, like, go with them myself. For whatever reason. Like, I don't have to know that reason. That's the thing. Like, ego is just like, why, 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 why? why? And that's I, that's exactly what I was doing. I was asking so many questions. My ego, like, hold up. Let me try and see what you, what you really trying to do. What you really trying to do. You trying to play with me? You trying to play with me? But it's just like, if that is the case, what I'm going to do? I still got stuff to work on i still got stuff to focus on that's not my main focus it wasn't before they came in it, it won't be you know it just it will never be like because i got to take care of what i need to do for myself that's it's just it's just all so beautiful you know what i'm saying like let me just say that even though this may seem like chaotic or confusion or something it's not it's not It's a part of doing the work and it's a part of like understanding that, you know, it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? So, chapter 10, live your own life. Like I said, live and let live, which is a 12-step program, slogan, slogan. She began by saying, if I make one point in this book, I hope it is that the surest way to make ourselves crazy is to get involved in others, in other people's business and the quickest way to become sane and happy is to tend to our own affairs. Honey. I did like a little cloud around that. I need like yo. It sounds so simple but think about it. When we talk about insanity, we go um insanity is is the is the the act of like, you know, doing the same things and believing that believing that something else will that you'll get a different result, you know. Actually believing that you'll get a different result if I keep doing the same thing. Actually believing that—that's insanity, right? So most times that I felt insane, or that I—I've been in insane situations and been so codependent. Excuse me, um, codependent is in situations where I've—I've I've just relied so much on external factors, in friendships, relationships, like just within myself is whenever I was looking outside of myself, that's when things got insane for me. Or when I allowed external factors to take a hold on me and control me, that's when it, things got insane for me. As soon as I started to look within myself, as soon as I started to ask myself those questions that I thought were so hard to ask, things like became balanced, things became calm, you know what I'm saying? And even if you have these moments where you quote unquote relapse. You still can bring it back together once you go within. It's another reason why I'm able to understand and respect this person so much is because I understand what it's like to need to go in. I understand that, you know, to be so detached that it's just like, if I don't go within, I'm going to literally like lose it. I've been there. I've underlined and kept notes and stuff. And I'm just going to go through the pages and just, like, share my thoughts and my own experiences and stuff like that. This chapter is not that long and stuff. Most chapters in this book is not. The content, though, is heavy, yo. Heavy. When I first read, was reading this book, this is when I really was, like, stepping into different like ways and tools to use when you know doing my heart work and so i'm i was balling child balling but one thing i under um line was it say um i'm sorry is where it says um after i detached and took responsibility for myself i wondered maybe other people weren't the reason i hadn't been living my own life maybe there were just maybe they were just the excuse i needed and so that goes back to, you know, how we create distractions and, like, chatter and stuff. Um, shout out to the guy who um, suggested those words for me because I was just, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just I'm always doing this and I'm always just, like, relying on people. I'm talking about, like, I'm, like, just playing so much. I'm out here playing with myself. i out here playing with others. I don't really like to play with others, um, but I can't get grimy like that. You know what i'm saying i can't get real grimy and dirty like i've been like that i've been real real nasty like that you know what i'm saying like real ah uh, fuck you like that you know but that's just not even where my heart is you know what i'm saying but i am created so many distractions and so many like um you know so much chatter you know to just kind of like escape from like what i needed to do for myself for a long time also underline maybe we've been so wrapped up and other people that we've forgotten how to live and enjoy our lives. We may be in so much emotional distress. We think we have no life. All we are is our pain. That's not true. We are more than our problems. I'm really like now in in the space where I'm just like, I don't need to take care of anyone but myself and it's so powerful that like people can't even recognize who I am like my bro was telling me about this um this situation and I'm just really like not giving into his worry. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, okay, so da, 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 I'm, I'm asking questions and I'm being gentle as well, but he couldn't handle it. He was just like, you know, when did you get like this? He felt like I was being heartless, but it's no, it's like, no, why would you get into this? Especially at a moment where he just made the, the most beautiful and biggest move for himself. And he gave into a very minute and small, very minuscule um, experience. So I'm like asking these questions and I'm like, da, da, da. the old me, like I'm the one you could go to and, and, and expect to get this emotional response from, and, and you feed off that. And so the worry is just like through the room. It's just like, whoo, whoo, who. Like it's that energy that, yo, that's going to sound funny on <laughs> like podcasts or something. You're like, you're not going to be able to see what I was doing, but it's, you're going to hear me like, whoo, whoo. Like that's going to sound somebody. But Yeah. It's, oh my God, this is so beautiful, y'all. This is so beautiful, y'all. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. But the note that I took was like, I recall always telling myself that I didn't hang out with people because especially during the times where I was like experiencing homelessness, I, I told myself I didn't hang out with people because I didn't have any money and stuff like that. But I don't think that was the case because... As young kids, we really have no money, but we made the best out of, like, just having fun, going in and being adventurous and things like that. But what was, what was really happening is that, But one, I lived in D.C., so it was very chaotic and very violent. So, I was afraid to just be out there and then something happened to me. Because, like, really, like, people used to j- run, run around, like, jumping people, you know, like, fighting for no reason and stuff like that. So, I was, like, worried about that. You know what I'm saying? that was, that was small, because I have a lot of siblings, so, it really wasn't nothing, like, even when I was being bullied in middle school, I really did not really go and say, like, hey, go and stick my siblings and stuff like that on people, especially, like, my family, they really used to be on go, you know what I'm saying, like, I've seen group fights with them and all that, but, like, it was just so chaotic that, like, I just really did not have any time to add to it, you know what I'm saying, so, it, it it rendered me so passive. Like, people used to, like I said, people used to think I was mute because I was so passive. I didn't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? This is another way of developing that codependency. And you can't even express what you need or what you want to ask for. It. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know, when I was younger, you know, it's just like I couldn't speak out. I had a parent who was, like, real, like, strict and, like, just heavy-headed and just, like, no. Like, this is what it's going to be cuz I know best. This is that, you know, there's no room for fuck up. da. you know. No leniency. Um I didn't really grow up with them, so I did end up still like being like like a floating butterfly haha, for lack of better terms or for lack of, you know, fuck it. I used to um do whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? Uh no structure really. But See, so you went, when you had that uh, kind of sh- like no structure and you had that freedom, then you get to, I, I saw this somewhere. They said when you don't have, oh, it was like a little, uh, uh, a video that me and my friend was watching. Um, dude said, you know, when you have freedom, then you get to, you know, create that discipline, you know? Because if you could do whatever you want, then you eventually start picking what's right. You know what I'm saying? For you. Luckily, I never got into too much. I've always had like a good head on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I wrote down, you know, not having money and, you know, blaming, you know, not going to enjoy myself as a youngin' on the fact that I didn't have money. Nah. Because I had people who would take care of me in that room. And if I really did need support, I could ask, but I wasn't used to asking for what I needed. You know? And you're a youngin', so you kind of you already... See, youngsters are supposed to have their needs met. You know, it's pretty unfair when you're kind of brought into the world and shit is not, you know, taken for, t- excuse me, taken care of financially and stuff like that. That's that's a shitty ass situation to be in. You know, like the basic needs not being like not being met. That can psychologically fuck you up, like mentally, emotionally. That will fuck you up, and that's where I've been. For some time, fucked up until I started doing the work. And it's like, hell no, now I ain't no victim. Now I do my work. You know, now I've taken a look at, you know, how people have affected me. Now I'm, I'm straight at these niggas like, nah, you ain't about to play with me no more. Back then it was unfair. You know, I respect you. I love you. If I ever needed to save you and lend you a helping hand, you best believe you can come to me. Because I'm loved like that. You know, I'm connected to source like that. But still, that shit was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So, I'ma need you. Focusing on my needs. I'ma need you to not fucking play with me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never been like this. You know? It's I swear to God. It's to the point where... Excuse me. Sorry. I swear. It's to the point where when i when i express certain needs my mother be like oh what is getting into you da, da, da. like nah you just never heard you know and, and you're part of you know some of the unfair stuff that i've had to be i've had to go go through excuse me so yeah when you start talking to people who who play with you and you go you're not about to play with me who oh and, and especially the ones who who used to like getting over on you like that they're gonna be like oh oh shit <laughs> oh shit with that yeah play with me if you want or you can't and that's how I am with it now nobody can play with me Not, I don't even play with myself you heard how I had to check myself and that ego who took a shot who felt abandoned and rejected no honey take a look at how you. why you feeling like that cause you're being codependent you're afraid to ask for what you need you're afraid to say that you're afraid to walk away if you don't get that what you need Nah, do better. You can, you have, do better and watch your better come to you. And you never know what that may look like. Divine time and divine order. There's really nothing to stress about. God has never let me down throughout homelessness, throughout sexual abuse, throughout, you know, being addicted to certain stuff. God has never let me down, you know? So it ain't nothing to worry about child. Girl, step your cookies up. So. Something else I underlined was. It may not be all roses from here on out. But it doesn't have to be all thorns either. So. uh, The word that I wrote down. um, Oh I'll I'll keep reading that. We need to and can develop our own lives. As one friend says. Get a life. Get a life. (laughs) When I read that. I thought of like metamorphosis. and Just how you know. I don't know. But like. Maybe I should go look that up. But I always think of like. When butterflies come out their cocoon, cocoon. Or when like. Snake shit skin. I always think about. That must be painful. It looks painful. Like your literal skin is coming off. It got to be painful. I don't know. But it looks like it. And that's how it is. Like. It's scary as hell. To to meet this new person. And to sometimes be like. Seeing a new side of yourself. It feel like invigorating. Like huh. Hold up. Ooh, it so powerful like all right all right you got sometimes you gotta calm down because it's like remember you had to do the work calm down you can easily kind of like backtrack calm down but it's still like okay hmm, i can do this you know what i'm saying like, i could get i could get used to this and even if like i said where I had this like ego battle for a quick hot second, even if you're easily to re- you, you, you can recall that and be gentle with yourself and say, "Oh, what you doing? Hmm. Okay. Okay, I got you. Calm down. Yeah. It's just so beautiful, y'all. It's so beautiful." She said. She gave some of these examples. Uh, some some of the examples of like what she don't mean when she talk about um taking care of yourself, and so um or or. or kind of like these things that people have said or used to control impose upon or force their wills on people. So, and this is what my ego did to this person when they told me, straight up. I was just like in my head, like I felt in a sense manipulative and I I really did not mean to be that way. Like, I thought that I was really being helpful until I took a step back and I'm just like, Jamari, they were just telling you what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like Even, like, even if it's not what you expected or want to hear, they're telling you. Like, if somebody tells you something and it's not the truth, that's for them to deal with. They're not telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? Or if it's, like, white lies and stuff, that's for them to handle. You know what I'm saying? But what you do and what you need to do is all you need to do for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, some of the things she said was... um. And this is like just some people um, saying some things that they feel, you know, are like examples of taking care of themselves. Um, so it said, I dropped in uninvited with my five kids and a cat. We're going to spend the week. I'm just taking care of myself. Um, um, She also says, I'm going to holler and scream at you all day because you didn't do what I wanted you to do. Don't get mad at me, though. I'm just taking care of myself. And so that example in particular, I'll read the other one because this is a really good one too. I know my son is up in his bedroom shooting heroin, but that's his problem. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to st- to the store and charge $500 and I'm not going to worry about how I'll pay that either. I'm just taking care of myself. So there's different ways that we can trick ourselves into be like, okay, like I deserve this. I, I'm taking care of myself. I've been through this. I've done this. Like, it's ways of acting that's really like... The bottom line, the bottom, like, the the motive is is rooted in guilt and shame and bitterness. You know Th- that can be the case. You know what I'm saying. And so the example of I'm going to holler and scream at you because you do what I want. That's how I kind of was with that dude. So like, but it wasn't really hollering and screaming. It it got to that that point of like aggressiveness. Um, when my ego like fully like kicked in. Um, and so it was just like, I was like asking all these questions, like, hold up. So, so was that, was this, was that like, how that's looking, like, but in my head, I really thought that I was just protecting myself from what felt like rejection and abandonment. You know, like to be real raw with y'all, I felt like, you know, I was being like neglected and I was being like betrayed. So, I was just like, hold on, let me figure this out. Let me make sense of this. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, the person is just like, like, I'm telling you what's up. And my ego is just like, well, what's up? Like, girl, if you don't sit your (laughs) child. And see, why, why we so focused on, you know, the work that somebody else got to do? We got our own work to do, you know? And she goes into i am responsible for leading or not living my life i'm responsible for ten- this is a lot but i'm about to read it for tending to my spiritual emotional physical and financial well being i'm responsible for identifying and meeting my needs i'm responsible for solving my problems or learning to live with those i cannot solve i'm responsible for my choices i'm responsible for responsible for what i give and receive i'm responsible i'm also responsible for setting and achieving my goals I'm responsible for how much I enjoy life, for how much pleasure I find in daily activities. I'm responsible for whom I love and how I choose to express this love. I'm responsible for what I do to others and for what I allow others to do to me. I'm responsible for my wants and desires. All of me, every aspect of my being is important. I account for something. I matter. My feelings can be trusted. My thinking is appropriate. I value my wants and needs. I do not deserve and will not tolerate abuse or constant mistreatment. I have rights and it is my responsibility to assert these rights. The decisions I make and the way I conduct myself will will reflect my high self-esteem. My decisions will take into account my responsibilities to myself. Excuse, Excuse me. That was so powerful for me. Just even, like, not even um, reflecting on that situation, but just understanding, like, ways that I've acted that did not mirror anything that I just said. Like, yikes. Like, just really treating myself so poorly, like, and just thinking and believing and just, like, putting a whole bunch of energy into thinking that I'm so fucked up. The shit is so fucked up. I'm never going to experience anything other than this fucked up shit. So when that, so, and, and this is why you got to kind of like seek a different attitude, kind of pray for a different space to be in and kind of take care of what you need to for yourself. Because when you start to do that work and you figure out, and see that that's not true. When what you deserve comes to you, you, you got to be in a space to be receptive of it. If you want it. If you want it. If and only if you want it. You know? You ain't got to do anything. You know what I'm saying? It's all about what you really want. Most of what you need. But there is also steps to take to to recognize and start realizing what it is you need. Sometimes we're so codependent and focused on making everybody else feel good and doing this and that and doing right by people and just making sure that, you know, who we are as a people uh, or who we are outside of ourselves validates what we feel for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I've talked about this before. If you look outside of yourself for the answer, honey, you'll be shit out of luck. So much calamity going on out here in this world. Too much people is is looking outside of themselves for you to go looking outside yourself too. The blind leading the blind. Child, can't nobody see no no kind of value. Child, stop playing. She then says, my decisions will also take into account my responsibilities to other people. This, this is where it, get, it gets really important and juicy because we talk about, or she's talking about, and I am too, um... Like handling yourself and and just respecting yourself and honoring like what you need and what you desire and stuff like that. And then you kind of see how that will mirror, you know, the outside, you know, you can go and look at that, you know, not being the victim and stuff. That that thing. It'll start, you'll start attracting situations and people that look like, you know, individuals who take care of their own needs. It won't be codependent you'll be able to honor and cherish you know the, the 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 beauty of you know lending certain you know aspects of yourself and not expecting you know anything in return or expecting to be validated but validated but just understanding like and respecting and loving myself i and, and filling up my cup first i can lend you a little something you know what i'm saying so She says, my decisions will also take into account my responsibilities to other people, my spouse, my children, my relatives, my friends. I will examine and decide exactly what these responsibilities are as I make my decisions. I will also consider the rights of those around me, the right to live their life, their lives as they see fit. I do not have the right to impose on others' rights to take care of themselves and they have no right to impose on my rights. Self-care is an attitude of mutual respect. Self-care is an attitude of mutual respect. I had to tell myself this. My ego jumped out. I'm like, girl, you better calm down. Don't act like you ain't got no sense. Act like you got some sense, please. Because, for one, you, you, you care... About yourself and and too much. To where you wouldn't even allow somebody to disrespect the right you have to take care of your needs. So don't even disrespect nobody like that. Especially not somebody you care about so much. So much. So I had to be like, pause. Like this is the conversation that I had like as soon as my ego had jumped in. I had to catch myself, honey. Catch myself. And I didn't even, like, tell this person, like, I didn't apologize or anything because I'm not really sorry, you know what I'm saying? But I just understand, you know, that that's something that, you know, is not acceptable. And it's something that, you know, I got to take a look at for myself and ask myself, you know, why I felt the need to um even, you know, do all that. So, yeah, self-care is an attitude of mutual respect. It means learning to live our lives responsibly. It means allowing others to live their lives as they choose. As long as they don't interfere with our decisions to live as we choose. Taking care of ourselves is not as selfish as some people assume. It is. But neither. Oh, excuse me. Taking care of ourselves is not as selfish as some people assume it is. But neither is it as selfless as many codependents believe. So, pretty much like codependents... Like, and being codependent is just, like, you go, like, taking care of myself so that I can eventually be, like, all right, boom, I got you. But no, it's just, like, you need to take care of yourself because you need to take care of yourself. Like, just, like, fuck the external factors, you know what I'm saying? Because if you ain't got you, like, it's no vessel for, you know... no vessel to be used like eventually like your purpose is just like hmm where is it or like how can it be manifested how can you like handle that if like there's no vessel to be used by the divine by the creator if if you know you know you infringe on your rights most codependents don't ask for what we need Many codependents don't know or haven't given much thought to what we want and need. One thing I noticed is that my friend, he was like asking, like, he would ask, like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? I hadn't even taken the time to look at what I wanted. I mean, yes, I have. Excuse me, excuse me. Let me scratch that because, no. I've actually written down what I want, but in in terms of like communicating that to people and and, and believing that it will be like, you know, given and respected, I hadn't been used to that practice. So I didn't know what to say often, although I knew in my heart what I wanted, it's just like, it was just like, what you asking for? Like, mm -hmm. you know? She says, "Giving ourselves what we need is not difficult. I believe we can learn quickly. The formula is simple. In any given situation, detach and ask. This is what my God always tells me. My mentor always tells me, detach and ask. Just always ask this. You know, what do I need to learn from this? What do I like? What is this teaching me? What is this telling me? Like, just be still and listen. But she says, detach and ask. What do I need to do to take care of myself?" I think legit, if you can do that in any situation, it'll make it so balanced and so calm that if even if right now you don't have the answer, you still trust that one day you will receive it, but you won't like burn out or anything. Like you won't be like overwhelmed or you won't be like, maybe yes, you'll be overwhelmed because you don't know. And with humans, we do really like to know and have control, but like, you won't be headed in any kind of like direction or situation that will leave you like more fucked up than where you feel like you are right now. So that's why you really do got to stop and ask yourself what you need. She said, as I've said before, no wonder we think, oh, I, I underline this. And I'm like, I even wrote heavy on this with a couple exclamation points. I'm talking about a couple. It's literally a couple too. <laughs> but. She said, as I've said before, no wonder we think God has abandoned us. We've abandoned ourselves. Ain't nobody ever taught taught me how to take care of myself. I mean, yes, like do this and that, you know, like for cleanliness and stuff like that. But what about emotionally? What about mentally? Like, what do I do when I'm feeling like this? Or like, I've more so developed a sense of survival where it's just like, I'm not even going to fucking feel shit. Cause I felt like if I was vulnerable, if I felt this, I felt like I would lose. I felt like I would literally lose. I would lose it. If I felt in the moment where we moving back and forth, like when we sleeping on hard ass floors, when it's just mice and roaches and stuff. Like if I, if I fucking felt how, how anxious that shit made me feel, then I would lose it. Like I felt like I would lose it. So... But that's the dangerous part when you don't really like take a look at your feelings and take a look at what these things are, you know, making you feel you you, you don't know how to ask for what you want and recognize what you need. You tell yourself, okay, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to survive this. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to overcome this. But after you do that, what do you need? I got through it. Now I need to recognize how it made me feel. Now I need to recognize how I need an environment that don't look like that. Because shit be unfair, you don't need that shit. You don't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. One thing I like about this book is that it's so gentle. Like, I don't think, like, I don't feel like she's being judgmental at all. I think that she's being, like, um, strong in what she, she understands about the experience with um, codependency. But it's just, like, it don't feel judgmental. Like, if you read this book and you feel judged, like, it's just really probably, like, your own, like, guilt. But I really feel like it's really like a dope book. She said, as we learn how to care for and meet our own needs, we forgive ourselves when we make mistakes and we congratulate ourselves when we do well. Um, This is the last thing I underlined. She said, we learn to laugh um, at ourselves and our humanity, but we don't laugh when we need to cry. We take ourselves seriously, but not too seriously. And that's just where I'm going to leave off with chapter 10 um and pretty much the episode you know i'm at like almost like an hour this is probably the longest episode that i've ever done um here here on bonnet and buzz but i'm in a very beautiful space um a, a space to really look at how i've created distractions excuse me and chatter because i keep saying excuse me because like i'm kind of like stuffy a little bit you know what i'm saying so i don't know if I, y'all can hear that you know i don't want y'all to think i'm sorry i really can't stand when people say sorry so much because like okay baby what you sorry for ain't nothing to be sorry for but anyways <laughs> um yeah i'm really in a beautiful space because I'm standing tall. Like you said, I don't I don't take myself too seriously. I have fun. I laugh. Like, I'm still doing stuff that connects me to my, you know, childhood self and just stuff like that. Just still being creative. Like, that's why I love being around my nieces and nephews and stuff. Like, I'm just always having fun. They just always push me. Sometimes I'm just like, all right, y'all. Because, child, stop playing. Sit down somewhere. Sit down. <laughs> child, sit down. Can I get a little peace? Can I get a little peace? Can y'all honor me? And... And, and, and let me get a little please I don't want to play right now y'all got a little more energy than me child stop playing <laughs> but yeah sometimes I, I swear i so old but I really do be like that y'all I'm not playing but uh, I really do um, appreciate myself and, and where I'm at right now um, sometimes I can feel a little uh, drained Because I do need to get rest. Um, uh, A part of like doing your hard work and stuff like that. It's just like work can make you tired. So you do have to rest. You do have to take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one of the needs that I've realized, you know, for myself. It's just like I need that, you know, maybe long ride. You know, I need, you know, a a good conversation with a friend. I need to go have something that I enjoy um, eating. I need to drink some turmeric tea. I need to drink, you know, a little alkaline water, you know, lemon and lime, you know, just like I need these things. And you just create that balance. And You know what I'm saying? And once you actually start to respect your needs, then you get in tune with, like, yourself. And it just allows you to stand tall. You know and one thing i also noticed that i've been respecting this my need to communicate more with the creator you know what i'm saying just like okay what do i what do you know i need to uh what do i need to do because when i when i spoke to the guy we, we we talked about um vision and just like what do i see for myself you know and in these different areas of my life. And I actually had wrote this down. I think I'm gonna, tonight, once I'm done this episode, I'm gonna go and look back at that. He also suggested that too, but sometimes, you know, you you, you gotta live your life to where, you know, you experience things and then you have to go back and be like, okay, I'm gonna take a look at that. You know, I think that's the point of him asking these questions. He's just like, okay, ask yourself what you're being told, ask yourself what you need to do, ask yourself this and that, you know what I'm saying? Cause you do need to ask yourself questions like what do I need it's really 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 beautiful and this is one thing that my friend is um doing like I don't think he recognizes that when he's going and doing um sort of like this practice he does that he's like um actually doing what he you know actually connecting to himself more than he think he is but um, I, I get the, the progress that we, we want for our lives. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's another thing that my God told me personally is just, is just that, like, in doing your work, you, you really got to be gentle with yourself and understand that, you know, you have something to show for what you have been doing. You may not be where you want to be. You may not be where you think, you know, you would end up, but you've done the work. And so and continue to do that work and honoring yourself and you know loving yourself and building that self-esteem and self love and, and that confidence, carriage, all that stuff, you you really just begin to honor your needs and being begin to be comfortable with like what you need. And you ain't even gotta be yelling like this is what I need you to be. Like, don't play with me, da, da da da. And that's just what I'm learning too. It's just like it's it's like, here's what I want, here's what I need, this is what I'm gonna tell you. If you're not gonna honor that, you gotta go. That's just really that's as simple as where what it gotta be. And that's how you talk to yourself too. This is what I need, this is what I do. Of course you ain't gotta go because you be gentle with yourself, but this is what I really do need. And I'm gonna need you to love me and be gentle with me enough to just like accept that. And do that for me. You know? This was one of the best episodes that I ever done. I felt so good. Bonnet and Buzz.